It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-2. 10-game win streak for the Vegas Golden Knights. And to help us break this one down, let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, the Golden Knights were opportunistic offensively tonight, got to their game plan in the third period, and overall just a critical two points for Vegas. All right, and they scored when they needed to. I was flashing back to some times when the Knights would play well but not deliver in the goal department. That's not what happened today. I mean, they end up with five goals. They have scored five goals in a game more often than any other club in hockey, and it's not close anymore. They only had 26 shots, including only six in the second period. I mentioned this a few times. They scored a goal on their first shot of each period, and... I just don't think Devin Dubnik was at his best today, and Marc-Andre Fleury was very good. The Knights seemed in a position to score even more than the five goals they did get. One was an empty netter, of course. Dubnik surrenders four in the loss. Marc-Andre Fleury was very, very good. It was a strange one, Ryan, in that it's. I don't think the Knights played their best. They played well, but they still beat Colorado 5-2. to two. You know, and, and it's because of the contributions from Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, who right now are on an incredible run. What they're doing is really remarkable. And, and I don't think that it's lost on me that in this game, when the players are, are building this up to be very important, you get the best out of Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. I mean, Mark Stone gets his eighth game-winning goal of the season. 18 game winners have come from that line. That's, that's nuts. 18 game winners from the combo of Pacioretty, Stevenson, and Stone. And we mentioned earlier, Pacioretty's got all these goals against Colorado. Six of his 24 goals have come against the Avs. Your best players step up when you're going up against the steepest competition. That was the story today. And you wonder about uh, that depth scoring when it comes in handy. We've often thought you figure that the top lines cancel each other out. Well, that, that didn't happen today. I mean, McKinnon, Landeskog, and Burakovsky... There's no ranting in right now, so maybe that's not quite the same as their normal top line. But you're, you're thinking that normally in, in these matchups that the top players cancel each other out. That didn't really happen today. The Vegas Golden Knights had a shorter leash, a shorter bench, so to speak. They, they didn't really use their, their depth players as much as you normally would. They didn't roll four lines, so to speak, because they don't really have four lines right now. But they used their horses, and their horses put on a pretty good race well as always dan thanks for joining us here on the post game show and we will talk to you on friday that's right thanks right that is the voice of the golden knights dan duva we're back with more on the AAA insurance post game show on the vegas golden knights radio network presented by dollar loan center We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-2. And let's head down to hear from Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. 
before the game, obviously the difference between six and two in terms of the uh, cushion you might have with eight left. I know nothing's over, but how does, good does it feel that it's six? Well, huge, huge uh, result uh, for the standings. Gives us a, a real chance. We've still got a lot of business to take care of over the last, uh, you know, two weeks here. But, uh, you know, sets us up that I think uh, our, our – uh, destinies in our own hands at least which is what you want heading in the last two weeks of the season we'll go to jesse granger with the athletic hey jesse hey pete i know they're obviously missing their starting goalie tonight but it seemed like two really good teams and the difference was the goaltending um how much confidence does that give you moving forward knowing that you may have to face this team um that, that you have the goaltending to to kind of slow them down when they go on their runs yeah our, our, our goaltender was very good and, and you know what? Both our guys have been very good all year, so you almost take it for granted. Um, you know, we haven't had – I can't remember a loss where you walked out and said, boy, we played really well, but our, our goaltender wasn't good. So that's a great luxury we have, and that's how we're built. And, you know, those guys have both held up their end and showing up and giving us uh, uh, great goaltending every night. Next question tonight comes from David Shane. Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Pete. Kind of along those same lines, were your best players just better than their best players tonight? And going forward, is that is that what it's going to take to beat that team? Well, you know, I, I think you got two teams. Both teams, if you look at the list of guys missing from the lineup, you know, could could change their their lineups fairly dramatically, especially the depth of the lineup. So. Um, you know, uh, who knows? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I know the key tonight for us was uh, Flower was very good. Uh, you know, I thought Stone's line was excellent. Uh, our big guys got on the board. Carlson scored a big goal for us. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think uh, as far as, as future formula for beating that team, you know, uh, that's going to be a tough ask for anybody to beat that team. And, and uh, we'll just take the win tonight and enjoy it and think about that when we have to. Next, we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Justin. Hey, Pete, just kind of on those lines of your best players, it was 1-1 and then Pacioretty Stone and Pacioretty scored. I guess how nice is it for you as a coach to know that you have those guys that can go out and get some big goals for you? Yeah. You know, scoring in this league – there's a, there's a saying and there's an old adage, it's a race to three. You know, if you can get three goals in this league, you're going to give yourself a really good chance to win. And, um, you know, I've coached teams where it's been a real grind to get three goals. And, you know, we, even last year in the bubble, we saw, you know, there was a lot of nights where it was tough to get to that magic number of three. So, you know, I feel like this group scores a little bit easier than maybe even last year's group. Um, you know, I think we're scoring different ways. Uh, but for sure, the guys that get paid to score uh, have done it all year for us. Time for a couple more tonight. Next, we go to John Treat, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hey, John. Hey, Coach. Given all the years you've been in the game, how difficult is it to win 10 straight games when you're playing the same seven teams? It's <clears throat> really difficult. I mean, that's why it's a club record. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 it rarely happens. And, 
Um, you know, in this league, I think I said it at, in training camp, the, the back-to-backs, um, you know, I, I thought we we're going to be really tough to beat the same team twice, never mind, you know, three times in a row or, or, uh, or, or more than that. So, um, you know, th- this league's about adjustments and bouncing back and, and everybody has a lot of pride in their game. So, you know, it's a great accomplishment for our group. Our final question tonight comes from Ken Bolke, Sinbin, Las Vegas. Hey, Ken. Hey, Pete. Puck management's always pretty big in any of these games, but against this team, it's specifically big, especially when McKinnon's on the ice. How did you think it went tonight? I thought we were pretty good. You know, I, I think um, we were good enough to win. I, I think we have another level to, to a, a lot of parts of our game tonight that we're going to need come playoff time if that team's healthy and and we get an opportunity to play them again uh, but we were good enough in in those areas to win tonight thanks pete thank you that was head coach pete deboer with tonight's post-game interview presented by nevada eye physicians the golden knights defeat the colorado avalanche five to two as we take a look at how we arrived at that score we go all the way back to the first period and the first 10 seconds it's william carlson opening up the scoring just 10 seconds in carlson finds a loose puck he shoots he scores william carlson a backhand shot from deep on the right wing side 10 seconds into the game vegas strikes first that's Carlson, his 13th of the year from Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez, 10 seconds into the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. Shortly thereafter, Marc-Andre Fleury would make a huge stop on Liam O'Brien shorthanded. Creeps in, passes left at a shot. Fandon comes to the middle and out of the box. Here's Liam O'Brien, and Petrangelo hustles back O'Brien. Poke check Fleury! Wow! Vegas coming back ahead on the power play. That's a huge stop for Marc-Andre Fleury early on to the game, who was very much dialed in. Later in the period, the Avalanche would push back, and Devon Taves would even score. Rebound in the slot. Coglin could not poke to center. Taves still in. Side of the net. Jammed on goal. Save. Rebound. Score! Devon Taves ties it for Colorado. It rattled around at the left side of the crease, and he roofed it. And it's a 1-1 tie. That's Devon Taves from Carl Soderberg at 13.43 of the first period to tie the game 1-1. One and one. We'd head to the second period, tied up 1-1, one one, and it took the Golden Knights nearly 10 minutes to get their first shot on goal of the period. But it ended up going in as Max Pacioretty would score a power play goal. Theodore grabs it right point, hard rink wide left. Pacioretty centered, score! <laughs> the season. Vegas back in the lead with 10 24 to go second period. That's Max Pacioretty from Shea Theodore and Mark Stone at 9.36 of the second period to make it 2-1 Vegas. Later in the period Mark Stone, the captain, would notch his 19th goal of the season. Stevenson closing in save. Rebound. Stone trying to jam it in front. They score! Stone banked it in! 3-1 Golden Knights! The craftiness from the captain, Mark Stone, from below the goal line. Use the netminder like a backboard, and the Knights have a two-goal lead. 
That's Mark Stone from Chandler Stevenson and Max Pacioretty. 14-39 of the second period to make a 3-1 to Vegas. I don't know about you, but I am a sucker for goals scored behind the net. That's Mark Stone bouncing that puck off of the back of Devin Dubnik and into the net. Just two and a half minutes later, though, Ryan Graves would get one back for the Colorado Avalanche. Pacioretty settles. He's triple team. Loses the puck. Off a stick to the middle and a shot. Score! Ryan Graves put it through. Flurry never saw it. That's Graves from McKinnon at 17.06 of the second period to make it 3-2 Vegas. We would head to the third period, and for the third time this game, the Golden Knights would score on their first shot of the period. Max Pacioretty, his second of the game. Now off to the races. Stone two-on-one with Pacioretty. Stone feeds Pacioretty. He scores! the game for Max Pacioretty. That's Max Pacioretty from Mark Stone, 55 seconds into the third period to make it 4-2 Vegas. The Golden Knights would need Marc-Andre Fleury to be sharp, killing a penalty in the third period, and he would come up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Up the board, still in the zone, off a skate in the middle, a shot save! Fleury with his left pad! Vegas clears the zone! Burakovsky, a great crack at it! AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So the Golden Knights up 4-2 late in the period. Colorado would pull Devin Dubnik for the extra attacker, looking to push the pace and try to get closer in the game. And it would be Jonathan Marchessault icing the game with an empty net goal. Steal at center, Marchessault shoots, he scores! Jonathan Marchessault, empty net goal, 5-2 Golden Knights with a minute 19 to go. Marchessault puts the nail in it, his 14th of the year. That's Marchessault unassisted at 18:41 of the third period to make it 5-2 Vegas, and all that was left was the final call. The salute the Knights, 2-1-0. And this one is over. Vegas has a 5-2 win. And you hear the referee blowing his whistle because there's the skirmish. The Knights have won 10 in a row and have defeated Colorado for the fourth time in seven meetings. This game had it all. It had goals. It even had a skirmish after the final horn. But the fact remains, the Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-2, a 10-game win streak, 35-11-2 on the season. The Vegas Golden Knights come through. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com 
Today, it's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-2, to a 10-game win streak, double digits for the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, it is a franchise-best win streak for the Golden Knights, and I think capping it here, like getting the 10th, getting the double-digit win against a desperate Colorado Avalanche team, I think that just shows the versatility of the Golden Knights this season. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. And you know, certainly Riley Smith back in the lineup, that's a positive for Vegas. Keegan Colasar back in the lineup, a positive for Vegas. Uh, Tomas Nosek, a little bit longer than day-to-day is what Pete DeBoer said about Nosek and his injury. Whether or not we see Nosek in the next week or or two remains to be seen, but uh, DeBoer didn't seem too concerned about Noshik in terms of his playoff availability. That is a positive. Beyond that, Nick Waugh did not play tonight out with an injury. When he'll return to health, that seems more uh, more likely on the horizon, a little bit closer to day-to-day, and Ryan Reeves also out with an injury as well. So, you know, I, 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 think, I think it's interesting when you look at this game, and you look at where the Golden Knights are at, and obviously the Colorado Avalanche are a bit banged up in this game, but it doesn't really matter what that team comes to battle with so long as you take care of business. And did the Golden Knights play top to bottom a great game? No. No, they didn't. Now, the other team does have something to do with that. Nathan McKinnon, though not dynamic in terms of his production in this game, had some really dominant shifts in the offensive zone. That all being said, that all being said, what I liked about the Golden Knights was when they got that lead early on in the third period, it clamped down. It clamped down. When the Golden Knights needed to dial it in, in that third period, they did. Now, granted, Chandler Stevenson, the roughing penalty, I get it, Nazem Kadri, he is a pain to play against. That all being said there, the Golden Knights were able to kill that penalty, a very strong penalty kill. Marc-Andre Fleury has to be your best penalty killer. He was. And then the Golden Knights just kind of go back to their business. They protect the house. They really get into that structure, and it affords them two points. And, you know, I, I look at this game as one of those games where, yes, it's important for the Golden Knights because they want to finish first overall. Now, Colorado does have the easier schedule, but the Golden Knights winning this game, it's huge in terms of the season series. Vegas now owns four victories against Colorado. One more game to go. And, and really, when you look at the Golden Knights and you look at the wins that they've had against Colorado, it's been opportunistic scoring and then really clamping down on the game when you have the lead the blueprint i think is there it it really is you've got to play direct you've got to get pucks behind the defense of the colorado avalanche and you've got to force them to defend now when vegas got into trouble in this game it was because they were one and done offensively they would get the puck in colorado would figure out a way to and and they do this with their defensemen just kind of skate the puck out of trouble start that transition through the neutral zone and then get it into the hands of Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landeskog and Nazem Kadri and go to work down low now for the Golden Knights again it's important to get leads against Colorado and then clamp things down when necessary I like the fact that the Golden Knights 
got a power play goal in this game. You get four opportunities on the power play against the Colorado Avalanche. You've got to find a way to convert. And for me, it doesn't really matter what the overall percentages are. I've said that many times. I don't care. I don't care what the percentage is. You give me a game like this one where not much is going on for the Golden Knights in the second period. They don't have a shot on goal nearly 10 minutes into the period, and it's a power play goal that kind of breaks the ice for the Golden Knights, I will take that all day long. Ideally, I'd like a power play goal in the first period. I didn't get it. We didn't get it. But that, that, that is really what comes to mind here for me in this game. The Golden Knights needed a spark in the second period. They got it by way of that Max Pacioretty power play goal. And it's interesting when Pacioretty says it's a lucky break, it deflects in off of a Colorado defenseman and goes in past Devin Dubnik. But you'll take them any way you can get them. When you're, when you're 10 minutes into a period still searching for your first shot on goal, the Golden Knights would have taken really anything at that point there. They get it, the fortunate bounce. Then you've got Mark Stone making a play. And again... I'm a sucker for goals that are scored behind the net. And it's interesting because I thought Chandler Stevenson on that play did have an avenue to a wraparound, but he puts the puck back to Mark Stone. Mark Stone gets not one but two cracks at trying to bank that puck in off of Devin Dubnik. It's the second time that it works for the captain, and it's a huge, huge turning point in this game. Ryan Graves does end up getting one back, but I thought the Golden Knights at that point really knew what was in front of them. They knew how they had to play in the third period, and they came out and executed that game plan. So for me, in terms of this game, in terms of dissecting it all and breaking it all down, I I agree with Gary Lawless. You don't really critique the wins here. You don't criticize the wins too much. Pete DeBoer said it best. Did enough to win. We're good enough to win. Puck management, good enough to win. But there are next levels, extra levels that the Golden Knights can get to. And it's not always that the Vegas Golden Knights didn't play a good game because they weren't able to get to those levels. you got to look at the other team across the ice. Colorado did a lot of good things in this game too. The Golden Knights not playing their best still put five up on the Colorado Avalanche. So top to bottom, you take these two points, you take this 10-game win streak, and you take where the Golden Knights are at right now, first overall in the NHL. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 5-2. to 35-11-2 on the season. 10-game win streak for the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows, and it's William Carlson, 10 seconds in, scoring for the Golden Knights. Not a particularly strong start to the game for Devin Dubnik. The Golden Knights would end up scoring a goal on their first shot of every period in this game. First shot of the game 
goes in in the first period. First shot of the second period, though it took almost 10 minutes, goes in. First shot of the third period, Max Pacioretty, it goes in as well. Talk about opportunistic. Talk about burying your chances, taking advantage when you need to. That was the Golden Knights in this game tonight. And oftentimes, we we ask that this team is able to do that. We ask that the offense can be opportunistic. And it certainly was tonight for the Golden Knights. You had a couple of moments in this game where I think it could have gone uh, gotten a little bit away from Vegas, especially there in the second period. But Marc-Andre Fleury, fantastic. Very, very good early on in the second period. And that allowed the Golden Knights to get a lead and then clamp it down in the third period. So that's it. Golden Knights did what they needed to do to get two points, continue their win streak that is now at 10 games, and set themselves up to control their destiny down the final stretch of this season. So, overall, fantastic game. I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-2 the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche, 702-876-1340. That's the number. I expect a lot of phone calls tonight. Why? Well, it's pretty simple. There's a 6.30 start time, so we're a bit earlier than usual. A bit earlier. Not a lot, but a bit. And it's your post-game show. And it's your post-game show for the best team right now in the NHL. It's your post-game show for a team that is on a 10-game win streak. So I expect the phone lines to be ringing, 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Terry. Terry, how you doing? Hey, how you doing there? Um, you know, earlier and a little re- recently they are asking Coach about possibly resting players or whatever because they're in first place, and he was saying, you know, I'm just going to keep my foot on the gas pedal. But, you know, I kind of felt like with that kind of mindset um, – that this might have been their rest period, these days off that they just recently had. And coming into this game, I kind of felt like, um, you know, maybe they could have come out a little flat, a little rusty or something, or they could just be rested and have a good game like they pretty much did. Terry, are you still there? Did we lose you? Yes, I am. I was just just waiting for you to comment on it. 
Oh yeah, I, I I mean I thought that the Golden Knights certainly had uh, had their legs early on in the game. The execution wasn't necessarily where you want it to be in the first period. It certainly wasn't there in the first ten minutes of the second period. But I think once the Golden Knights got going there in the second period, they were able to clamp things down and really manage the puck well in the third. Yeah, you know something else on a different topic I thought was interesting was I was actually thinking about the guy who was on the post game show during the game, Alec Martinez about the fact that, you know, he'd been with all those very good Kings teams, hoisted the Stanley Cup, and I was just thinking about him and the new guy, uh, Mattias Janmark, they just brought in. I was thinking, man, it's just mind-boggling how they got these two veteran guys who normally might bring a guy like that in to help with intangibles or maybe cover up some weaknesses. But I think in this case, you know, they just traded off some draft picks to get guys to just – add on to what they already have. Yeah, you know what, Terry? Uh, that's that's a great point, and thank you for the call. The Golden Knights, over the course of the last two trade deadlines, I think really address needs. Of course, with Alec Martinez, you get him at, at, at last season's trade deadline, you get two runs out of Alec Martinez. You get two runs out of that Stanley Cup playoff experience, and right now he's proven himself to be everything the Golden Knights were looking for when they acquired him. And then with Matthias Janmark, it's a player that can play in really any situation, any any position in your lineup, and you've seen the versatility from Janmark throughout his tenure here with the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Well, slap me silly. I did not see this one coming. I, I really thought this would be the end of the winning streak, which uh, even though it's unbelievable and it's a great win, wasn't even the biggest win in the division tonight. That St. Louis comeback at Minnesota was huge. And I do not want to play the the Blues right now. I don't think anybody does. I, You know, I... I don't really share that opinion like listen when it comes to the st louis blues i I understand that they're making a run here and i do i do think that they're in terms of of the teams battling it out for that fourth spot st louis arizona uh, certainly you can throw san jose in there if you want to i'm not going to Uh, but I, i think that when the when the golden knights are on their game and they've played against st louis on their game it has not really been the the dangerous matchup you would expect it to be or would think it would be from even a year or two ago. I think the Golden Knights right now are a better team than the St. Louis Blues. I would not be afraid of that first-round matchup. Well, interestingly, the Coyotes are a minute 11 away from going three points down in the race for fourth, and uh, that, that comeback helped the Blues get to fourth place. We'll see if the if Arizona can rally and erase that three two deficit in the final minute. But nonetheless, it, it was a glorious win. We do have to play the Coyotes twice. Uh, I don't see any reason why we should continue not to win. I mean, we might as well beat them twice. You know, I, Mike, I got to ask you: Why did you think tonight was the end of the win streak? Well, I, I'm kind of the kind of guy who figures that. When a guy, when a team reaches a win streak, like the Oakland A's had won 13 in a row, they lost the other night. The Knicks had won eight in a row, they lost last night. It just, at some point, you're just not going to keep winning. And usually you'll lose against a really good team. And this time, fortunately, Colorado was shorthanded. Of course, so are the Knights. I mean, look at the, 
lineup the Knights played. That's a shorthanded lineup, too. I mean, you, you look at the Golden Knights, the fourth line. Dylan Coughlin has been playing uh, fourth line right wing, and, and Dylan Coughlin in this game played, I believe, under three minutes. So uh, it's not like the Golden Knights were at at full strength either, but you know your point's taken, Mike, and thanks for the call. I, I, I do think that this is one of those games where Colorado's certainly not the team that they would like to be when fully healthy. The Golden Knights were not the team that they would like to be fully healthy. And you've got two teams that are banged up, both playing in a game that's incredibly important. And, you know, when, when you really peel back the layers in terms of hockey in general, you're never going to get two teams at full strength unless it's the beginning of the year. And even if you do have a, a roster, a lineup of everyone in, there's going to be bumps and bruises in the playoffs. To think that the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche are going to be fully healthy should they meet in the playoffs, I don't think that's 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 really fair because I don't think it's going to happen. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm good. So um, you guys are just kind of talking about it a little bit, but I, I feel like there's just been a lot of emphasis placed on you know, that the Avs tonight were playing short a bunch of people. But really, when you look at it, we, we had essentially 11 forwards. Tuck took a bunch of double shifts. Like, it, it's, it's not like, you know, the Knights are tip-top shape and, you know, just beating up on a decimated Avalanche team. Like, we're down players as well, and we still went out there and put five goals up on them. And it was really nice to see you know, where the goals were coming from, that they were who you would, you know, quote-unquote expect to see the goals from. And mm-hmm. it was just it was good to see them beat Colorado. But, unfortunately, I don't think that it's going to shut people up about how, oh, well, Colorado's really better. And I, I don't know. It just feels like no matter what Vegas does, that we're always kind of like the little step kid that gets told, no, well, really, that's not as good as it is because, you know, ridiculous reasons. You know, I, I got to ask you, why do you think the Golden Knights don't get the same credit as, say, the Colorado Avalanche? Because like, I've talked about this all year. Colorado, if they beat up on the, the lesser teams in the division, well, they're just a really good team. If the Golden Knights do it, well, they're only beating the bad teams in the division. Why is it the Colorado Avalanche get more leeway than the Vegas Golden Knights? You know, I, I have no idea. That's I... I really don't. It, it, it confuses me, and the only thing I can think is, if you're saying that, that we're only beating up on the bad teams, I mean, are you saying Colorado's a bad team because we beat them? Well, now, now four wins against Colorado yeah. with one more to go. I mean, it's, it's not inconceivable that the Golden Knights can go 5-3 and three against the Colorado Avalanche, and then what will you say? Like, that, that's the thing that I, I find puzzling about this season. It doesn't really matter what the Golden Knights do. They're the best team in hockey right now, 35-11-2, 10-game win streak, a double-digit win streak in a 56-game season, and yet it still seems that they're, they're looking for some type of recognition that's not coming because the 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 preconceived notion is they can't beat good teams. Yeah, I mean, and and when you look outside of the West Division, right? Like, it's not like all of the bad teams are in the West Division, and every other team in every other division is good, right? Like, you know, the Sabers are not doing great this year. Obviously, the Red um, not Red Wings, the um, Devils are having a hard time. Like. There's other teams and other divisions that, you know, the good teams are just beating up on, but it just feels like everyone is like, oh, well, the West is bad. The West is, the West is 
bad teams, and there's Colorado and Vegas are just beating up on the bad teams, and I don't know. You know what, Stephanie? Thank you for the call. It's puzzling to me too. Like, I, again, the Golden Knights have done what they've needed to do against the bottom of the division, and they're doing what they need to do against the second best team in the division in Colorado. I'm not really sure what more this team can do. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Sebastian. Sebastian, how you doing? I'm great. I mean, it's just the I'm so pumped. We are the best team in hockey right now. I cannot believe it. You we know, made it to the conference finals last year, and I think we're heading to the same path this year. You know, Sebastian, let me ask you the question. Uh, before the game started, did you expect a win tonight, or did you think that this is where the win streak ended? Well, I was kind of iffy about that, you know. Um, the Avalanche are obviously a tough team. They're one of the best teams in our division. So I, I had a little bit of confidence, but I didn't really know. All right, Sebastian, thanks for the call. I, You know, this was an interesting one. It's playoff hockey. That's really what you expected from these two teams. Banged up. It didn't matter. Both of them left everything on the ice. The Golden Knights pick up the victory 5-2. to 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. The extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 702-876-1340. That's the number. It's the postgame show. The extended postgame show for the best team in hockey. So start dialing the number. Even if you don't know what you're going to talk about, even if you don't know what you want to say, you are fortunate to be a fan right now of the best team in hockey. So you have an opportunity to talk about this team. Do it. And let me highlight exactly how special this 10-game win streak is for the Golden Knights. And this is something that should fire you up and make you call into this extended postgame show. 702-876-1340. The Golden Knights, and this comes from Jesse Granger, good friend of the show with The Athletic. Jesse tweets, the Golden Knights have done something the Detroit Red Wings never have win 10 games in a row. Detroit has played 6,556 games as an organization. Never had a 10-game win streak. Vegas has played 283. 283 versus 6,556. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in DJ. DJ, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing tonight? Sorry about that, PJ. You know, I'm good. Uh, what do you want to get into? I think there's two things after tonight's game. I think number one is I don't really think Colorado's upset that they lost. I think that they just want to get healthy and get into the playoffs and show what they can do. I think the same thing for the Knights. I think that at this point of the season, they're counting down the games of the season to just stay ahead of Colorado. They're six points up now. They just want to stay in first and then go from there. I don't think this game tonight is going to dictate anything for the rest of the season. Just in terms of of where the teams finish or in terms of where the Golden Knights are at in matching up against Colorado? 
I, I, I think both, to be honest with you. I think that this game, what did it prove? That one team can beat the other team? I think that's been proven in the last five games they've played each other, right? That both of them have beaten each other. I think these are the two best teams in the West. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to play a seven-game series that everybody's going to be looking forward to. I think the Knights are going to have some issues if they play Minnesota like they have all their whole uh, existence, right? I think they got one win against Minnesota in Minnesota. I think they are just looking to play Colorado in a seven-game series to see who's the best team in the West. You know, I I agree with you, PJ, in that I I don't think that this game tonight really gives you an indication of what would happen in a seven-game series. But going six up on the Colorado Avalanche, handing them three straight losses, uh, I I think that that's going to matter within the context of who's going to finish first overall in this division. And and I agree with you in that sense. But I also think that if we're going to compare who's missing for Colorado against who's missing for the Knights, I think that's a little different too, right? I mean, Colorado's missing three of their top six forwards. The Knights are missing players on their back end of their six. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think that you draw too much from this game in terms of if both teams are fully healthy in the playoffs, which, again, I don't know that both teams are going to be fully healthy in the playoffs. That's something we'd like to see, but it's not necessarily a guarantee the fact of the matter is, we have no idea. We have no idea if, A, we're going to get Vegas and Colorado in the playoffs, and, B, what those teams are going to look like in terms of their lineup when they get there because injuries are always an important part of this game. Thanks for the call, PJ. I don't think that this game gives you an indication of what would happen in a seven-game series. I don't think it does. I think you look at Colorado and you look at Vegas, or at least I look at Colorado and I look at Vegas, as two teams that are essentially equal. They are essentially equal. Colorado, Nathan McKinnon, has the ability to take over a game. Well, what we saw tonight from Mark Stone, taking over a game. Max Pacioretty, taking over a game. The Golden Knights, I think, have the edge in goaltending. Even if Philip Grubauer is in net, I still think Vegas has the edge in goaltending because they could go to either Marc-Andre Fleury or Robin Leonard, depending on what you want to do in that game. And I just I think that in terms of the defense for Colorado, they are dynamic, but they are also young. And in a seven-game series, if you are able to execute the game plan and get them to turn around and retrieve pucks and you're able to get physical, you can turn that youth into mistakes and mistakes that you can capitalize on. But no, I agree. Tonight... Tonight doesn't give you an indication of how a seven-game series would go, but tonight does give the Golden Knights full control over where they finish this season. Whether or not it is first place, that's up to the Vegas Golden Knights, not anyone else. And that's a great place to be. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. The extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 702-876-1340. That's the number. 
The number one team in the NHL right now, the Golden Knights, 72 points, 35-11-2. 10-game win streak. The phone lines are open, and I don't have anybody to go to right now. That's a problem. Whether or not you have thought about calling in before, now is the time. Now is the time that you get to say, I called in to the extended postgame show for the Golden Knights when they had their 10th game win in this win streak. Don't you want to be a part of that? Don't you want to be a part of history? I say you do. And while we're waiting for you, and I'm speaking specifically to you, that person that will dial 702-876-1340, to chat with me for a moment. Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. Pacioretty, two goals, one assist, three points. Stone, one goal, two assists, three points. The Golden Knights' best players tonight needed to be their best players. And they were. And that's all you could ask for for the Golden Knights in this big-time game. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Rita. Rita, you are a part of history. Yes, I am. And I felt every moment of it. But um, if it's okay, I'd like your opinion on something in a forward-looking game as far as the Minnesota Wild. Uh Uh-huh. Getting back to us not getting any respect, is all I'm saying is I hope to hell we just kick some ass because there is a national TV sportscaster. If he says one more time, Vegas Knights don't want to play uh, Minnesota because they can't beat my Minnesota. And, you know, it, it just, I don't know that they'd say that about every other team. You, you know, Rita, I- I I think that it's interesting because I don't hold the same opinion about the Golden Knights and a potential playoff series against the Minnesota Wild, and thank you for the call. I think that the Golden Knights, in a seven-game series, will figure out how to score enough goals against the Minnesota Wild. I'm not worried about the Golden Knights goaltending. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm, I'm just looking at that over the course of a seven-game series. I'm looking at different looks. I'm looking at the Golden Knights in a regular season not having the same game plan or not showing all of their cards to the Minnesota Wild. And I think that in a seven-game series, the Golden Knights have enough offense and they've got enough game-breakers to figure out Minnesota. I'm not... I'm not of the mind that the Golden Knights would not be able to beat the Minnesota Wild in a seven-game series. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Grant. Grant, how you doing? Good, man. How are you doing? I appreciate you having me on the air. Uh, so uh, I was calling in. I had a quick question. What do you think about the Knights, you know, having this uh, tonight be kind of like a little playoff dress rehearsal? I saw they kind of, you know, cut things down to three lines. And, you know, right, right at the end of the game, you know, after they scored that empty netter, I was like, Carrier? I didn't even know Carrier was on the ice tonight. You know, it was kind of like a playoff atmosphere. 
definitely the, the, the you know the biggest game the Knights had so far this season. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I thought it was a, a, a certainly a playoff atmosphere. Now, for the Golden Knights, it was pretty difficult to roll four lines. They didn't necessarily have that full lineup that they'd like to have in the playoffs. But in terms of Vegas and tonight, they did what they needed to do to get two points. And, and sometimes in the playoffs, you're not going to have your best stuff. You're not going to have your most consistent 60-minute effort. But you are going to have to find ways to get two points, and the Golden Knights were able to do that. Thanks for the call. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Josh. Josh, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? I'm great. All right. I, I just want to. I'm not a. I was. I'm, I'm born and raised in St. Louis. I grew up out there, and I, and was never a fan of the Blues. Uh huh. Since we got the Golden Knights, I watch every game. And the the brand, I, I'm just going to talk about the brand of hockey that they play. It's exciting. And I listened to it on the radio. I watched it on TV. And, like, uh, you know, it's really exciting to watch. So that's all I got to say. And uh, thank you for doing your your uh, your your show. You know what, Josh? Thank you for the call. And, yeah, I think the Golden Knights are an exciting team. I think they can score a lot of goals. And I'm always going to lean toward watching a team that scores a lot. Thanks for the call, Josh. I appreciate you. Back to wrap it up next, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. To your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. Let's sneak in one more call. Let's go to Eddie. Eddie, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing tonight, Ryan? I'm great. Kind of excited. I'm kind of excited about how our 10-game winning streak. I'm wondering, I do wonder how long it's going to continue. I thought tonight would be a bit of a trap game, just because maybe we would be a little overconfident coming in. And I'm also wondering how is Zach Whitecloud after taking a puck to the stomach? Yeah, I, I didn't think uh, – I, I, no, obviously no update on Zach Whitecloud, and uh, thanks for the call, Eddie. I, I think Whitecloud's probably fine. He's, he's one of those players that uh, it's going to take a lot to keep him out of the lineup. And, you know, it, just in terms of, of this game, I didn't think it was going to be a trap for the Golden Knights. I, I really thought that they were coming into this game looking for two points, looking to extend that win streak, and looking to really feel good about that three-day break in between games. And a win tonight certainly did that for the Golden Knights. 5-2 the final. The Golden Knights 35-11-2, 72 points on the season, 10-game win streak. And the Golden Knights will take on the Arizona Coyotes on Friday. We will be with you on Friday for the pregame show, the game, and the postgame show, just like always. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here. Turning the knobs, keeping us sound and fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado keeping us on the air. And thanks to all of you, our callers, because without you, this show would be infinitely more boring. Infinitely more boring, and you make it fantastic. Thanks for listening tonight, and we will talk to you on Friday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.